Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCamma, joined by publisher Jody Demling. In a recruiting packed edition of the Cards Cast, we're going to touch on men's and women's basketball. We're going to touch on football and, and really kind of how all three of these programs are kind of really rebuilding their roster, utilizing obviously recruiting, the transfer portal, and the like. Uh, so let's jump into it, Joe. Let, let's start with men's basketball. They've been the buzz really kind of over the you know the last few days of the Derby weekend, creating some stir with the big commitment from Trey White. They've got a, another big time visitor uh, coming in. Uh, you know, so he, they're doing some things to to really obviously needing to obviously change things from last year. And recruiting wise, they're starting to do a pretty dang good job of it. Yeah, and I, you need a you need a checkbook, you need a notebook to keep track of everything that's uh, that's totally. Checkbook's different. not bad either. Well, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, they need a <laughs> they need a checkbook too, just because of all the nil stuff that uh, uh, that they that they've had. You know, Michael, when you look at, it, I guess let's go back to rebuilding. First of all, we're gonna talk basketball, we're gonna talk women's basketball, we're gonna talk football, and all three programs have pretty much totally rebuilt their their roster. Um, and I know some people don't like it. I know some people think it's kind of, oh, this is terrible. But it's it, until until there are changes with transfers and NIL, you know, until the, the nationally there's changes, this is the way it's going to be, I think, each and every year. Um, now, maybe not to this dramatic to where, boy, I think, what is it, four or five? I think there's only seven or eight. Is there eight men's and women's basketball players that'll be back next year from last year. I'm not including walk-ons. So I think it's just eight scholarship players combined from both teams. Two so teams, yeah, yeah, it won't, it won't be that dramatic, but it's going to be, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be like this, I think uh, for the near future. Um, and, and this is kind of the, this is kind of the way of the world, so to speak. Now, again, with that said, it won't be as dramatic, and this year's been totally, totally crazy. We'll get into the others here. Um, uh, we'll get to the others here in a bit, the uh, women's basketball and football. But for Kenny Payne and his staff, I think so far they've done a good job. I know people don't like to be patient, and I know people want things now. Um, but it's, you know, we talked about it, and Eric Bossy said it to me on March 10th. He said the next couple of months – are critical, critically important for the program. And so here we are two days before May 10th, which was, which is two months and it's, they've done a pretty darn good job. Um, 
it have has it been perfect? No. Do we know if it's going to work out? No. Do they have they added some really good players? Yes. And uh, if you talk about the the if you talk about the from the departures they got rid of and the additions that they've made, I think that this has been a pretty good indication of what Kenny Payne wants his team to look like and how he wants to recruit moving forward. This is, this is going to kind of be as long as Kenny Payne is the coach. I think this is going to kind of be the norm of things where you're going to get a lot of guys who look a lot alike as far as not, you know, on the floor and in the, in the way that they do things. Yeah. He likes that length. And, you know, as you look at what they've done uh, during the off season, obviously, you know, with the, the, the five additions, you know, four through the high school ranks, got the uh, Quran through the junior college ranks. But then as we're, we've been talking about the, the transfers and Trey white, Danilo Janovic and sky Clark. I mean, you, you've got some guys that can obviously come in and, and assist you right away, especially when you look at sky Clark and, and, and Trey white and what they're potentially could do for the program obviously we know the need for a point guard and and, and sky clark fills that role still have a, a spot left to fill um but when you look at it jody i mean this is a, a roster that you know it, it's kind of like you're gonna need the fans will need some name plates to, to go along with the numbers to try to figure out who everybody is yeah and when you look at them i mean it's it's there's a lot of talent coming in uh yeah my biggest my, i'd say my two concerns and i think it's it's rightfully so and probably everybody else will will have the same is one it's extremely young. Even these transfers that he's bringing in are, are young guys. And two, and this is going to be something that's going to happen across the country, and it's been discussed forever, how quickly will all these new faces mesh? I mean, it's not like they've grown up together year after year. You know, you, you build something new. These are a bunch of guys that don't really know each other. They haven't played much together on the floor, if any at all. You know, so it's going to take a process and how quickly they can do that. Like you said, how will it turn out? We don't know yet. So, and that's one of the big X factors for sure. I think the key is getting them here as soon as possible. And I know they're working on all the different guys and the different routes and the different ways that they, you know, where they're coming from and all that. <clears throat> it sounds like it's pretty, it sounds like it's pretty good to be able to get the guys here uh, as soon as possible later this month, early, early next month. That's, that's the first start right there. The second yeah. thing is Mike, I was talking to one of the national guys during Derby weekend uh, over the weekend, one of the national guys is like, Hey, what, what do you, you know, what do you think? And I said, well, you know, they're still guard. They're still a little short on guards. I, in my opinion, of as, as far as ball handling is concerned, yeah. you know, look, Trey White's listed by USC as a guard. If you ask Trey White, Trey White right now, he's telling you he's a guard. Okay, but I, I know where everybody. That's that's the whole thing about the ball handling, and I think that's that that's the issue. But I was telling this uh, national person, I was like, hey, you know, the thing about it is, like, if and this is before Trey committed. I was like, if they get Trey White and McKenzie and Baco, like, I think they will. They did get Trey White. I think they're in a good spot for McKenzie and Baco, who will visit on Friday. But I said, if they get those two players, they already had a what I thought was a pretty good roster. And you add the two players who I think are the two best players on the team, then you're going to be a lot better than what you were. Yeah. It's just going to be again, like you said. The whole meshing thing, the whole how do you get, um, you know, how do how do who plays where, who plays what, um, you know, look, Dennis Evans is not a kid. Um, he, Dennis Evans is going to be a fantastic player, but it's going to take him a little bit of, of a time to adjust. I think he's the one guy uh, of the four high school guys that it probably takes longer to adjust than than the other three because of his size 
And it's just it's just the way it is for a big guy. It just takes a, a little longer. And I'm not saying he's not going to be help them out next year because he is. He's going to have to, and, and he will help them out next year. But I'm talking about like early in the season, he's not going to be a guy that's going to go out and and just wow you. It's going to be a progression for him. You know, Caleb and Curtis are guys who are going to do their job, guys who are going to take care of uh, of some of the little things and some of the, the grunt work. And, and I think they're guys that are going to be very valuable. And Trenton's going to be a guy – um, who I think a lot of people don't realize just just how good he really is. Um, so you you talk about those four guys, and uh, um, you're right, four four youngsters, a junior college guy without a ton of experience as far as on the on a high level, yeah. and then right now three um, three transfers, one of which you know started and played what 10, 12 games in Sky Clark. Another who played a ton of games in Trey White, he'll be the most experienced guy, newcomer that they have. And then you and then you talk about uh, Jovanovic, who played in one game. So you know it's again, it, it's Michael. It's there's time to. I know people don't want to be patient, but if you were patient, if you were a patient person, and and you didn't start kicking and screaming, and while they were putting this roster together. I think you have to be pretty happy with the talent on the roster and what they've done. Yeah, and I agree. And I think even if you were kicking and screaming, you're probably starting to feel a lot better with how things are progressing at this point. And of course, you know, th there's the caveat. They still have to do it on the floor. Um, I, I'm still curious to see how the guard situation plays out. You know, it, maybe it works out just like they're anticipating it works out. So, you know, a lot of things we still have to see, you know, but from the end of the season, preparing for next season, they've, they've certainly been taking the right steps recruiting wise. And we haven't always seen the steps. We don't always know what the steps are, which is a little different. Um, yeah, but, they, but when you look at these list of commitments and, and who they're bringing on campus, they're certainly getting things done. And, and again, as you mentioned, with McKenzie coming on campus starting on Friday, another big opportunity to potentially add to that as well, which, you know, you're already looking at a top five class right now um, that's on that's continued to trend up after the, the, the transfer of Trey White. You get a guy like McKenzie, and obviously that's going to – there's not much more room to go up, but it can still go up. Yeah. Now, what I do want to point out one thing. We'll get to McKenzie in a second. So we've talked about everybody. Um, here's the one the one guy that I think everybody kind of scratched their head about, Danilo uh, Jovanovic. Is that right? I think that's right. I think that's how it is. Um, I've I've reached out. I've I've talked to a couple people that just try to. I'm trying to get somebody to talk on the record about him, just like how what they think he could be and how they think he could be and all that kind of good stuff from down in Miami or somewhere or, or somewhere. I talked to somebody that is that's in the Miami program and, and they said, you know, it, it it the way their team worked out last year, you know, making it to the final four, they ended up being obviously a lot better than what they thought they would be, you know, early on in the year, there were some guys that just played better. They thought going into preseason that he would be a guy who would be in their rotation. And then he just couldn't get healthy, didn't get healthy. And by the time he was healthy, they were like, you know what, we, 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 we're going to roll with what we've got. And so they just decided to, uh, you know, to redshirt him. Uh, I also talked to a scouting guy who I totally trust, his opinion um, is a longtime friend. And he, he said, he thought um, that he's like, I don't want to put this in. He's like, I don't, he, he, he said to me, he goes, look, I'm not going to tell you that this is going to happen to this kid, but you know, the kid, um, 
Um, oh my gosh. Brandon Podzemeski, I believe is his name. He's going to be a first round draft pick this year. He's like, this reminds me, he reminds me a lot of him. He said, you know, the kid left Illinois. He played one season. He played in like 10 games, didn't do a whole lot, but he always, they always, he was another Wisconsin kid. And he said, they always felt like he was one of um, those guys that, that he will be, um, that he was one of those guys that would be like a, a stud down the road. Well, he went to Santa Clara and now he's going to end up being a first round draft pick after, <laughs> after one year. And he's like, look, I'm not saying this kid going to Louisville is going to do the same thing, but he's got that same, those same tendencies. He's got those same things. He's a guy who can get you, you know, 10 points and six rebounds a game. He, he said, he's like, I think when it's all said and done, he said, I think you're going to love this kid. So I'm, I'm interested more to see him now. Um, and I've gone back and watched some highlights from the EYBL when he was, uh, you know, in, in that 17U year and all that kind of stuff. He was running up for Mr. Basketball in Wisconsin, which I, I didn't realize that uh, until until looking up some more things. So I'm intrigued. I want to see how they want to how they use him um, and, 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 and what he can actually do. But but, Michael, I think he's kind of to me, he is the total X factor in this whole thing, because if he's any good at we, we know what you're kind of getting with the other guys. If he's any good at all, then, uh, then, then it really takes this thing to another level. Yeah. You know, I think you can throw Karan Davis in that, in that mix as well. Kind of a, a little bit of an unknown, not what to expect, but yeah, it, yeah if he comes in and, and is able to contribute right away, same with Karan, you know, then, then that makes the roster, you know, even much better. So I'm curious to see how it all is going to play out as we all are, um, you know, but certainly going to be a whole new look Cardinals next year. That's for certain. Yep, and Mackenzie and Baco will be here Friday through Sunday. It's a big weekend for them. Again, he's already visited St. John's. Doesn't look like he's going to end up at St. John's. It's either going to be, in my opinion, it's either it's it's Louisville, obviously Kansas and Indiana. I, I think when it's all said and done, um, Louisville is in a good spot right now. But I know Kansas felt really good after their visit, and Indiana felt really good after their visit. So it's uh, it, it will be very interesting. Nolan Smith will be a huge key in this one because he was on that staff at Duke. He did have a lot to do with recruiting him there. Um, Coach Payne um, is, uh, is really good friends with a lot of those folks around his, his uh, summer program, his summer team uh, and, and that kind of thing. And I know his mom and dad, are, you know, McKenzie's mom and dad are really involved in this and they really want to pick. They, from what I understand, when Duke, the thing at Duke happened, they were a little upset about, maybe some of the ways that it did happen or some of the things that were said about him when it happened. And so the, and they, and what they wanted to do is then take this and make this, take the prop, make the process a lot slower. So they wanted to do the visits. They wanted to go and not just make a decision. I mean, I think if they would have made a decision right after the, uh, the, the, the Duke decommitment and getting off of it, I think Louisville would have been the spot for them. Has anything changed between then and now? Well, they visited a couple places that I know that they liked, but how much did they like them, and how much more will how much will Louisville impress them this weekend? I just think it's a, a key one. If so, right now, Michael, the uh, the recruiting class is sitting at number three behind Kentucky and Duke. Um, so the, the, that's the overall ranking. That's that's everybody everybody combined. Um, the uh, the eight guys combined. So it's sitting at number three. If they were to uh, uh, land 
and McKenzie and Baco, it would move up to number three. So I think it's a pretty good haul for uh, for Coach Payne. Yeah, not bad coming off, and I'm going to say it, a four and twenty eight season. Uh, you could do that. You do that after you know after a season like that, and, and not looking good doing it. Not that you can look good going four and twenty eight. You know that that says something. And obviously, you know the recruiting efforts, the NIL efforts, the whole package. Um, you know they've been getting things done. If they can cap it off with with McKenzie, then you really got to tip your hat. I mean, when you're talking about a classic and, you know, finish amongst the top three in the country, you know, it's hard to complain about that. I think I keep, I, I keep wiping the last, last few weeks of the season out of my mind. Cause I, I keep staying <laughs> forward 24. I don't know why, but I keep staying forward 24, but. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just kind of wipe out the uh, the whole thing there. So, all right, women's basketball yep. um, is a totally kind of the same story, but a different, a little, a little bit of a different verse. You know, Marissa Russell, Olivia Cochran, Alexa Mobley, and Nala Harris are the only four players returning uh, for Jeff Walls um, and his staff. Aaliyah Love enrolled in January. She's a, a, a transfer from Georgia Tech, but she did not play last year. So four returning players and then the one transfer who is yet to play. They have since added, and I hope I got them all right, five transfers to the mix. Jada Curry um, from uh, from California, Heine Van Schlock. Uh, she comes to Louisville from Cal State Bakersfield. Kiki Jefferson uh, from James Madison. Nina Rickards from Florida. And Sydney Taylor uh, from UMass. Louisville will add at least one more scholarship player to the mix, and from what I understand, it will be a uh, – I, I hate the word project because you never know, but it will be a yeah. a, a big girl who uh, – a, 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 a post-player girl who uh, who is kind of more of on the, along the project line. I'm not even sure that she will be able to play this year. Uh, they're working out some things, and she's not announced yet, so I'm not going to announce it for her, but I think that – uh, it'll be a big girl with some potential down the road, but probably not this year. And I also do anticipate that they will add a walk-on um, who was a on a Division One scholarship uh, as a grad transfer, um, and she will be on. She'll be coming here. She'll come here as a walk-on, and then if Coach Walls doesn't fill those last few spots, um, they have. Even if they when they take one more, they'll still have four spots left open. I don't think they'll. I don't think they will take those spots. I don't think they'll use those spots. So I think uh, that this walk-on is coming here as a walk-on, knowing that uh, when she gets here, there's going to be a spot open, uh, you know, open for her. But they've added some really good players, and they've added, uh, you know, I mean, 
you know, two of the more dynamic guards uh, out there in Jada Curry and Kiki Jefferson, two really big time scorers. And I wouldn't put past Coach Walls to be uh, uh, just uh, ticked off enough about how, you know, people kind of have talked uh, about, you know, his program and where, you know, this kind of this and that and, and all that kind of good things with Haley leaving and others leaving. And I wouldn't put it past him to uh, uh, to make a really good run next year. They come out and kick some tail. I mean, that's that's kind of what they do, you know. And yeah, it, it's going to be strange not seeing uh, Haley out there. But yeah, and and that's kind of a a moment that could really cripple some programs, at least you know um, for the immediate future. Yeah, but they seem to take it in stride and work in the portal uh, very quickly. Obviously, brought in some some talented players to try to fill the voids uh, from the departures from last year. So yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing how quickly he can mesh this group. And, and you know he's going to have them back in, in a race, uh, you know, as well uh, come next season. Yes, no question uh, about that at all. As far as the football is concerned, it's kind of quiet over there. I mean, heck, it needs it's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> but it needs to be as as, uh, as crazy as it's been for them. Um, you know, they're up to seven commitments in the 2024 class, Michael. Yeah. I don't anticipate any additions in that class for – you know, at least probably for a few weeks, maybe maybe into the month. They're having they're going to have a huge uh, June sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth weekend. Will be a big, big official visit weekend, um, and so uh, they'll be they'll be that uh, at that point. Um, I think we'll we'll hear some things, but on the transfer uh, front, they're up to twenty right now, and I think they have. My my, what my knowledge and and, and uh, it, it's kind of crazy because it goes back and forth all the time. But I think they have seven left, and that is includes some things that probably. Uh, um, I, I don't I don't think they have any commitments like that are like secret commitments, but I think they have guys that they feel really good about. That doesn't include those guys in the seven in the seven. So they have seven spots left. What they've done is is been pretty remarkable, but it's been a week. I mean, what are they doing? It's been a week <laughs> since they've gotten a, they've gotten a, a commitment. Marcus Washington last Monday. Um, they're slacking a little bit, but no, and they won't have this. Will not be a big weekend at all. Um, this will be a uh, you know the Landon King kid uh, will will head to to Louisville this week on Thursday, and uh, he'll be here. Um, he left. Um, Colorado over the weekend without committing, which is a good, which is a good sign. Um, and I think Louisville is in really good spot. I think Louisville is in a really good spot to, to get him. Um, but uh, you never know with, with, uh, with Colorado, there's a couple other kids, you know, that we talked to, we've talked about over the time, Michael, I, look, I'm going to kind of do some digging and update the targets. I think the targets have changed a lot um, now that we're, we're, where we're at as far as numbers wise. But I do still think that they are looking for, you know, probably I, I think, you know, the potential is still there to add a quarterback. I don't know that they definitely definitely will, but I think the potential is there to still add a quarterback, um, definitely to add another wide receiver. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that one. I think they will add another defensive and offensive lineman both. So I don't think there's a question about either one of those. And then once you get beyond that, it's more about best player. Um, well, it's tight end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, tight end. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, tight end's the 
Tight end's the first. Tight end's the yeah. first one. Tight end's definitely the first one. But other than that, it's more about adding the best player. And uh, they're not going to turn guys down. And I don't think you'll see Coach Brom go into fall camp with any scholarships open. I just don't know why you would at this point. Um, it doesn't hurt to take grad transfers because you're going to take them for a year and then they're gone. You know what I mean? So it's like you you can in, in the with the final couple, you don't want to take it too fast, but you can take chances with the final couple, just knowing that uh, that there's a a chance that you're going to have a couple scholars. You definitely you don't you don't want to you don't want to walk into the season with three scholarships. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if you got spots to fill, you want to fill them and. Um, as you mentioned, Landon King, the former tight end from Auburn, is going to be in this week, and he starts his official visit Thursday. I chatted with him uh, last week, and you know I like Louisville's chances there. But as you mentioned, he's been at Colorado. Um, he's looking at some other schools as well, but he's got a, a lengthy, long relationship with Jeff Brom, Ryan Wallace, from when they recruited him at Purdue. So certainly one to keep an eye on this weekend. Uh, especially once he departs from his visit to see how that went. But uh, I like Louisville's chances there. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, with the exception of tight end, how else they do fill spots, uh, you know, as they head into fall camp. But, uh, you know, and they've got got summer camps coming up. So, I mean, it's, it's, there's still plenty to go for, for local football. If I had to guess, it's a tight end. If I had to guess, it's two tight ends, a linebacker, a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, a wide receiver, and a quarterback. That's if I had to guess right now. But again, that's all predicated on, do they really feel like they need to take a quarterback? And I don't think they know, you know, I, I think that's one of the ones that's kind of up in the air right now. So they've had some time. They've been, you know, they've had the week to think about it. You know, I know um, a lot of the coaches spent a little time at Derby and at Churchill on different days, and uh, they'll be back out on the, uh, they'll be back out this week um, on the road. And so it should be, uh, it should be kicking back up here uh, pretty soon. I would think as far as, um, you know, the news and, and commitments and all that. But again, you're not going to get a run. Uh, you're not going to get a run like they had like that. You're not going to get those very often. Um, that was a, a lot of news in, in just a, a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah. it was, it was a lot of fun, but uh, it's uh, it's, you're not going to get it like that all the time. No, I think if, if we see another little flurry, uh, like you mentioned, there's some official visits in the middle of June, that might be the next time you, you might see a small flurry, nothing like that. I mean, that's, that that was un, unreal where you're, you're grabbing kids up from the high school rank for 24, you know, doing going gangbusters in the transfer portal where Louisville now ranks seventh nationally uh, in the transfer portal rankings for recruiting. So they, Jeff Brahm has done a fantastic job there, obviously. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot of guys out there left in the portal as well. I mean, just when you look at wide receiver, I mean, I know we did a, uh, well, we didn't do it, but 24 seven sports did a Brad Crawford did a, uh, a dozen players, um to watch still in the portal and i think in that dozen michael i know the uh the top four were wide receivers um i'm trying to go through five six seven of the top 12 um eight of the top 12 uh right now ranked are are wide receivers so i wouldn't be shocked to see louisville try to get involved with a few of those i mean i'm trying to get involved there they're um they're 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 reaching out and they've talked to and trying to get kids on 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 visits and all that but uh you know it's hard because everybody in the country wants these same kids so you really have to you know you really have to to kind of show out and 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 show them something so 
it still will be interesting. It's a lot of there's a lot of pieces to be put together. Um, I started thinking about a too deep chart, and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm gonna wait because yeah. it's still going to be the next couple of weeks. I think uh, you know by the end of this month, I think we should know get a better idea of who's gonna be. Yes, who all uh, you know all uh, all 85 scholarship players is uh, is what I think we should. So, and you know. It, uh... A lot of this is obviously creating a lot of excitement for local football. I mean, you know, you know, we've been hearing it on the message boards from fans. You can hear it on on, on the call-in shows on the radio. People are excited to see Jeff Brom's uh, first tenure. And right now um, on the homepage, there's a, a cool little – maybe you've seen the video as well. Um, Josh Pate, the host of, of Late Kick, you know, he's one of the national guys that's kind of jumping, you know, two feet in on Jeff Brom. And, you know, he's picking eight wins or more. Uh, for Jeff Rahman, his first season on uh, as uh, Louisville's head coach. So if you haven't yet, go to the homepage of Cardinal Authority, check that out. But, uh, yeah, a lot of excitement around what Jeff Rahman's been doing since he arrived, you know, both, you know, traditional recruiting, the portal recruiting, what he's done with the offense, what the defense looked like in spring. So there's a lot of reasons to be excited going into 2023 for certain, Jody. Yes, it is. And uh, we've kind of caught you up to date on everything. It's rebuilding the roster day uh, <laughs> on our uh, on our cards cast as uh, we talked about a lot of stuff here today. Keep keep uh, keep uh, clicking to cardinalauthority.com. Hopefully, uh, later on in the week, early next week, we'll uh, there'll be some more good news, and we'll be able to do a uh, cards cast. That'd be that'd be that'd be a lot of fun to do a commitment edition of the cards cast one more time, right? Maybe two or three. We're not done yet. <laughs> All right, for Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. We'll see you next time. It's been the cards cast. This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.